In an emergency, leave all cabin baggage on board. So just stay seated with your belts buckled because he said this is going to be terrible. Hey, and welcome to this week's episode of Got Baggage, the podcast where we're eager to help each other unpack our mental trunk in front of all of you. It's the last episode of the season, but don't worry, (laughs) don't worry, straining, we'll be back, we'll be back on the 20th of September with a brand new batch of episodes, new topics and new guests. I mean, we've not asked anyone yet to come on, so hopefully we'll have new guests. We'll get there, we'll get there. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, so welcome to our wrap up party. Woohoo! How are you today? Discuss. <laughs> yeah, discuss. Our script <laughs> says, "How are you today?" Discuss. <laughs> discuss. <laughs> I love that we have to write, "How are you?" Like we won't remember to ask each other how we are. Like that's 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 the extent of our social anxiety. I know. And this is how you ask that: "How are you today?" Discuss. <laughs> discuss. Yeah. Discuss. Always, always put discuss, discuss. at the end. Hello, discuss. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I am very hot. I've Steph. heard rumours. Yeah, you're in. You're in Ireland. In Ireland. <laughs> Forget. I was gonna say Israel. <laughs> I don't know why I was gonna say Israel. <laughs> like it's not even close. Not close at all. Wow. Yeah, I'm not so in Israel. Ireland is where you were at. Yeah. No, you're in Ireland. <laughs> I am. And I know it's not the same weather, but I also know that you're Brazilian yeah. and you're probably used to fucking 30 degrees. This little Icelander, <laughs> who likes it cold, who likes it snowy, is not happy right now. However, we did stay outside all day today, which was pretty fun. We just took all the kids into the garden. I work in a nursery, by the way. I took the kids and we all just stayed in the garden for almost the whole day and i stood up for for myself and my group I, i'll give you the gist of it there was sort of like a discussion of where people should be i knew that i and my group should be in one place of the garden because it was bigger and i had more kids and the other person i was working with is very nice so i kind of had to go she's too nice i don't want my kids to be stuck in like a tiny garden when the younger kids should really be in the tiny garden. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to be the one to just go, no, that's not okay. We should be over there. And I did it. And we moved. Sick. Sick. Yeah. Love it. I feel very happy with what I did today. Uh, It felt felt powerful. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's not even... It's saying it that's hard, but once you say it, it's. I find like it, you kind of rip the band aid off and it's out there and everything is more transparent yeah. and it's easier to solve. And I feel better you for do, it. You do, honestly. I think, I think I feel worse when I go, I know what I want from this situation. Yeah. But I don't say it. Then I sort of go and dig myself a hole because I'm like, why the fuck do you not just fucking say what you're thinking? You know, you could have avoided this situation if you just fucking said what you fucking wanted. It's not an easy thing to do, and I definitely think it's something that you have to, you have to practice. And the more you do it, the easier kind of comes. Yeah. And it's all about you know confidence as well. And I think if you trust that what you're saying is right, or if you just trust, not even no, you shouldn't. That's that's wrong. You shouldn't go into it thinking that you're right. That's I take that back. That's not a right <laughs> way. That's not the right way to go into any discussion. But if you, if you trust that 
you will go into this discussion open-minded and you know where you stand and you trust that you will look at it with um you will understand the other person's point of view and you'll be able to have a conversation it's 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 not that big of a deal but even if it does become confrontational sometimes i think it's best to have a confrontation with someone and have it have the situation to be awkward for a few days even for a few months than to have this tension lingering over your relationship with that person forever because <laughs> it doesn't go yeah. away i think yeah, if the yeah. problem isn't solved um but it's not an easy thing to do because no one likes confrontation go you because it's it's not yeah. easy and i had a, and i had that real attitude after that <laughs> <laughs> it changed me I had a real attitude of like, I felt really confident for the rest of the day and sort of felt like with a limit, of course, but kind of say what I was thinking, suggest things and do the things I wanted to do. And you'll feel that again, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just start confronting people. (laughs) I'll start feeling it. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully I'll start feeling it more often, do you know? Yeah. But how are you anyway? I mean, I've already... I told you off air. <laughs> off air. <laughs> Who are we? So uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm struggling to breathe. I, I, I got tested for COVID this week. Can't even remember when. I'm still in Ireland or Israel. Who knows? Um, <laughs> um, but I got tested for, for COVID um, in a community center and it's not nice. It's not nice. I nearly vomited on the woman. Oh, God. On the nurse. Not, yeah. Because it, it just went really far down yeah, my throat, I've done obviously. That. I've done a test. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. And, but yeah, so, you know, it was grand. Test came back negative. But yeah, I'm still having these, this breathing problem. So I went to the doctor's today and he said that there's a bit of wheezing and it's a chest infection. Right. So I'm on steroids and something else. Um, but yeah, so like I told my my mom that I that um, when when the doctor called me to say that my my COVID test came back negative, yeah. my mom like got so emotional and she was just so happy that it wasn't COVID. And I said to her, "But you know, I, I still can't breathe. Yeah, I'm still struggling still to breathe." <laughs> and they're like, "But it's not COVID. It's not COVID. That's all that matters." And it's just so bizarre because that's what I was thinking as well. As soon as I got this this chest infection all I could think about was fuck it's COVID this is definitely COVID and I went to the hairdressers so I was like I got COVID from the hairdressers even though it was super safe um you know we went I was wearing a mask the whole time I sanitized but yeah I'm fine all as well what's it like doing the test at home because the way the nurse did it to me I don't know if I'd be able to do that to myself you have to stick it in the back of your throat and then stick it up your nose did you do that are you able to do that to yourself? Oh, yeah, she did that to me. So I didn't do they it. they said you have to... She did it to me. I made George do the throat bit. I could do the nose bit myself. Yeah. But you have to go, like, by where your... Um, what's it called? Uh, tonsils. So you have to, like, go by where your tonsils yeah. are and do it. Uh, and then you have to, like, stick it quite far up your nose. So you have to do that yourself, yeah. It's quite... It's not... Because when I, because when she did it to me, I was like, I don't know how people are managing to do this themselves. It's kind of like waxing. Mm. I can't wax myself because I know it's going to hurt and I don't want to hurt myself. I I don't do it. I just kind of stare at it on my leg for ages and then I whip it off and then I'm done and then I shave. Um, But yeah, yeah. I think like, especially putting it down your throat, it's ideal to have someone else to do it. It's not too bad for the nose. I, I, I do genuinely believe that George was trying to make me gag at one point though. 
I think he was purposely trying to make me do that. Because <laughs> he all of a sudden just was like doing it fine and then he got a bit rough with it. And I was like, this is not a joke. Did we actually need these yeah. tests back normal? Do you know, don't start yeah. trying to make me gag. Because <laughs> my nurse, bless her, she put, put it down my throat and then she started counting. But she was like, two, three, four. And I was like, I don't know what you're counting to. I don't know when the counting stops. Your seatbelt can now be fastened, ready for departure. Staining. I don't even know where to start with all these questions that I have prepared for you. Is there anything that you would like to say that hasn't been said yet on the podcast? Go on, give us some dirty gossip. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Give me anything. Like, you wanted to give me a compliment one day, but you didn't because <laughs> you don't like giving compliments. Or it could be like, I wanted to ask a guest a question, but Steph, you asked it before me and it was annoying. Or it could be, we were talking about this i don't know we were talking about this topic in the editing you cut it out so i want to say that thing again that is, that is hilarious <laughs> i will say that i'm happy we've done this and happy we've started this i think if i think back to the journey that the journey of finding out that i had social anxiety to now has been an interesting one but this one is probably the most rewarding one we talk about boxes a lot and we talk about like how damaging boxes can be i would like to say that being diagnosed with anxiety has changed my life quite massively i mean i suppose i gained a little bit more love for myself i was growing up sort of labeled as shy and quiet and all of this and granted you know yes i am quiet sometimes but I don't necessarily think I'm shy. I do genuinely believe that the only reason that I am in brackets shy or come across as shy is my social anxiety. And I think it's important to kind of try and find the, or differentiate those two words because I don't think that they are the same thing. But I also grew up really believing that I was just a really timid person, that I was the opposite of brave, that I was the cowardly lion in fucking Oz, you know. It was the dream to just get courage. But yeah. to find out and to be labelled with anxiety for myself, I'm not labelling it for anyone else, but it was a label for myself. And that label has actually made a difference for me. And I think the, the, the fact that everyone is talking a lot more about anxiety and stuff is so good because I feel like people are actually maybe going to be able to diagnose it quicker. I've, I don't think we've really spoken about being diagnosed with social anxiety. Yeah. I think we've spoken a lot about how day-to-day -day events affect us and how social anxiety comes into play with yeah. that. But I've had a lot of conversations with my friends who have said, even on the podcast to me, like when Megan was on, she said like, you, I, I just never thought you had social anxiety. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like that because it, it comes in all different shapes and sizes and there is a diagnosis and there is something specific that makes a professional tell you yeah you have social anxiety and i think that is something that we can definitely talk about at some point and talk about that conversation that we had yeah. with um with our therapist and it took a like for me it was it was a long process it mm. took a lot of oh, her yeah. understanding um things that i i used to do when I was a kid and I had a lot of separation anxiety as a kid and there were a lot of things that I would have 
physical reactions to and um, growing up then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and it still dips into me today and yeah so there are a lot of things that go into diagnosing someone with social anxiety so I think maybe that's something that we could do more research on and like think about a bit more and talk about on the podcast I'd love to, I don't I'd love think... to talk about that I think I'm very passionate about about that um that side of things really and getting yeah. diagnosed and just the just the whole process and also the process before getting diagnosed you know it's a very to be diagnosed so late as in like late-ish you know it's in my mid-20s yeah. you know it it does have an effect where you feel like a lot of your life got wasted a little bit in like you not really knowing yourself very well. Yeah, you're not understanding why you're reacting a certain way exactly. to, to a situation that, you know, to like social situations, yeah. why you're having such a physical and why you're having such a visceral response to having to make a phone call yeah, or exactly, exactly. or having like a one-to-one conversation with someone yeah. that you really like or playing party games yeah. why why is my reaction so strong and i think understanding that it's something um a medical it definitely you know gives me a bit of relief because i feel like i just need to let it be because i'm not a doctor and give, <laughs> so give, give yourself it, even though a chance, it's myself. isn't it it's like it's yeah I, I you're you know, easier on yourself yeah I, I still beat myself up occasionally and I get very tired and emotionally sort of exhausted about you know feeling the way that I do feel sometimes but nowhere near as uh, frustrated as I used to be with myself you know I used to have a lot of negative feelings towards my personal self um, that has kind of gone away since I was diagnosed and since like I was delving deeper into why I had that and so forth. And I think all of that makes such a difference to you and your journey to to kind of learning to live with it, really, you know. And you, yeah, because it's not something that I think will go away. No. I mean, I'm 27 exactly. and I've had it since I was a kid. Yeah. And unfortunately in life, you know, when you're a kid, you're so fresh. Mm. And even as someone who was fresh, I still suffered from yeah. social anxiety. Yeah. And then, you know, being bullied and stuff, like there was a lot of judgment. And then that kind of yeah, exactly. enhanced it a lot. And yeah. things are going to happen. And I think I deal with things very differently now. But also, fortunately, I have someone guiding me who is a professional. Yeah. And I have someone, I mean, not not now, unfortunately, because of covid um but having a professional guide me through situations is definitely helpful and i feel like i deal with myself and i deal with things that happen like i don't know like fights or if i'm feeling insecure or like relationships yeah. and dating and all that I, i'm i'm i feel like i'm a lot more logical mm. or i feel it or I, I like i feel everything but i let myself feel everything yeah. i think that's the newest thing yeah. about me and how I deal with my social anxiety I allow myself to feel it and I understand what the rush is and I don't try and push it away as much still like not every time of course but I feel like once the kind of the wave goes then I can see things a bit more clearly yeah when I wrote kill the clown it was all about it was you know the the end the end of that play was all about the fact that you're always we're always going to live together me and the clown we're always together. You're yeah. no longer in the driving seat. You know, I'm going to be in the driving seat. You're in the back seat. I know that you're here, but I want to be in control. Do you know what I mean? And that's the 
that's the goal. And he's probably going to try and grab that steering wheel many a times, but it's about just gaining control and being able to have an honest conversation with yourself. And like I did, like write the conversation yeah, down. Yeah, like, like Steph's <laughs> really diary. Love that. Have have a little script with yourself because I, I can't, I promise you it helps. Yeah. I promise you yeah. it helps. Like it's just, at the end of the day, they are just thoughts and all of that can be controlled. Yeah. I promise you with work and effort, you can control every single thought that goes into yeah. your head. Like your thoughts are not you. You can control it. Absolutely. You can control absolutely, it. Absolutely. Do you feel like you've learned anything from, from starting this podcast, Steph? Learned a lot about you, I feel. <laughs> yeah, we've I feel learned like... a lot about each other. We've, we've definitely <laughs> bonded a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot about you. I've learned a lot about your boyfriend. Yeah. I've learned a lot about you. And I've learned a lot about social anxiety talking to you. Going back to what we were saying, because I'm, I thought I was the only person in the world with social yeah. anxiety. I know, yeah. And I can't remember how we started talking about it. I can't remember no, when we both told each other that we had social anxiety. You're probably drunk. I don't I don't Definitely. know like when it happened. I can't even remember it's how we started talking about doing a podcast about it. I can't like it's all just a bit blurry now in my head, but um even having these conversations with you, I've learned a lot about social anxiety and the different shapes and forms mm. that it comes in and yeah. how a lot of the things that we feel is so relatable to other people and that's so nice it's so nice to know that because in my head me feeling like and again an example like feeling that if I'm with someone that I care about like a friend but I'm still quite nervous about meeting them Mm. having conversations with people that are like I I also feel that way like it's so nice it's it's so nice I think it's important to have someone that you can have those discussions with but yeah, and I think about myself. What have I learned about myself? <laughs> uh, I've learned that I hate editing. <laughs> I hate <laughs> editing. Pain Awful. in the neck. If there are any editors out there, he would love to come on and help two ladies. For free. <laughs> edit a podcast. Yeah, for free. <laughs> we can uh, sort something out, maybe. I don't know. We sorry. can... Oh, I, I don't know what I can I'll give you, hon. But like, yeah. I don't know what I have to give. We'll sort something out. I'll make you candles. No, I can't promise that. I do it for free. Yeah, you I get monthly, you a candle. monthly subscription of candles if you edit our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can. I, I can give you tips on places to to go here in Israel. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I learned. I hate editing, but I learned as well. I learned never listen back to yourself talking. Because I would listen back to myself at the beginning and like yeah. I just hated everything she that I was saying. She would listen to herself before we'd put the all of the audio. So she records her own audio, I record my own. Oh, yeah, so yeah She yeah. would listen to herself without there being any other conversations. It was just Steph's voice. And I, I told yeah. her that is probably the worst idea. I don't think I've ever done that, except for just to check that the I audio d- I did it regularly. Fine so stupid i did it regularly and i was like why i just hated all of my opinions i was like i don't even oh agree god. with what i'm saying why oh <laughs> but then i would like it's torture don't do that don't do that because then i listened back to the whole thing and I, I i enjoy it oh yeah i learned as well and this is such an obvious thing right and it's not really about social anxiety but it's about creating something i learned that because i think at the beginning when we started this podcast you know we recorded our 
our intro a few times. We recorded our oh, episode yeah. with, oh, with Carissa gosh. twice because we were really nervous yeah, when we were we really starting. Were. <laughs> we were so nervous. Even when it was just the two of us, we had yeah. like two glasses of wine and we'd still be quite nervous recording. But look, I have zero nerves right now. Jeez, oh, yeah, I'm not like even it, drinking because of my, my breathing. But <laughs> <laughs> It feels comfortable now. It feels It feels right. so comfortable. Mm. And I think that's a good lesson as well. Like, if mm. you do something enough times, you do get used to it and it does become comfortable. Yeah. So, you know, for example, uh, staying in with your situation today, the more you speak your mind, the easier it's going to come. Absolutely. For me as well, I need to learn that. So, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that's it. all that I've learned. What about you? What about you? I've really, really learned how different social anxiety and anxiety Uh, can be depending on the person we all as people just sort of feel like everyone should react and behave like you would behave you know but we're all different so that is definitely something that I've I've actually more than anything just found really interesting it's kind of made me want to learn more about how other people react to social anxiety as well you know um yeah that are different to me because because I feel like I often I often kind of feel like I I'm sort of, I tick more boxes because I am a quiet, socially anxious person. But there's a lot of people out there who are loud and out there and open and are super socially anxious. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's nice yeah, to learn hello. about that. Yeah, <laughs> That's but it's ni- yeah, exactly. But it's nice to yeah. learn about that side as well, because I kind of feel like people if I tell people I don't think people are necessarily super surprised and but that but that is interesting totally. that adds adds a whole other pressure I think on other people and so forth and maybe for you like you feeling like it find you find it uncomfortable to kind of come out with social anxiety to people because you feel like that kind of adds a stigma to you or like when you're not feeling up to your best they they kind of go to, oh it's because of social anxiety Whereas me, when I tell people, I feel like it relaxes the room because I feel like people find it uncomfortable to be around someone who is quite awkward and socially anxious. Um, And I feel like if I tell them, then they'll just calm down and realise, oh, it's just because she's uncomfortable, but we can make her feel better about that. You know, so it's, it's it's that that I find interesting. I do feel like I am even more in conversation with myself because we're doing it on such a regular basis at the moment i'm having to and the same way as you know i would have i used to have counseling every week i kind of am really aware of but not in a bad way but just like underneath kind of aware of myself but in a comfortable way as in like i can just kind of make comments on how i'm behaving and stuff but i also find myself go like oh and this is something that i can then talk about on the podcast so it kind of makes me yeah. excited about discussing my flaws I suppose I, th- I suppose it gives me you know I, I don't necessarily feel excited about going to counselling I often feel nervous because I find I find the one-to-one situation it's fine every time when I go but the leading up to it I get really nervous sometimes I feel like I don't have anything to talk about and I get really anxious but I feel really excited about the podcast because I get excited about talking about the things that happened that week or about the topic yeah. and stuff because I'm we're passionate about these things and I think that's really fun. But like I'm really maybe that's one thing is like I'm learning how to fucking laugh and have a good time. It's hilarious. And just make fun of myself and us. 
<laughs> it's honestly like some of the things you do with social anxiety are so funny like like it's just so stupid like when I had like a little cut on the side of my mouth literally it's all I was thinking about yeah. and I on I was wearing a mask on the train and I was still self-conscious about it and it's like man people do not give a fuck people no, have don't. their own problems going on in their life to care about your little cut on the side of your mouth Stephanie like people do not care it's so funny it's so funny i can be so miserable i think i'm getting better at it now and i think that is because i am sort of finding the joy of laughing at it realizing that it is actually quite fun to laugh at yeah my misery you know you watch slapstick comedy and you find it hilarious when people fall over and you know they're you know you know like <laughs> tripping over their shoelaces and all of this stuff yeah and like that's hilarious I love it when people fall, but this is the thing. I love it when people fall, but I hate it when I fall. You know, I find it really yeah. funny when I see people fall over. If I fall over, I am mortified. And that's and that's kind of like exactly the same when it comes to my anxiety. Like I really yeah. struggle when it is me that's the one suffering, but I am actually realizing that, oh no, no, it's actually quite fun to just, to kind of laugh with, uh, your, yeah. with yourself, not even at yourself, with with yourself you have to make your life easy you and your you and you it's and exhausting. your baggage creature can laugh together yeah have, like i just think you and your baggage creature you're he's just an annoying neighbor you're never <laughs> gonna get along but he's there so you yeah. kind of have to come to, to terms yeah. with it yeah. and you have to try and make your relationship civil so when it's blabbering saying that you know flow <laughs> is being too loud i need to kind of s sit in the middle and then and, and try to understand where they're both coming from yeah. You know, and I know yeah. I sound insane, but trust me, <laughs> it helps. Talk to yourself, talk, and like it. truly separate the negative thoughts. Because like you, you can tell when when you're spiraling. I think, and you can tell that you're yourself deprecating and everything is mm. it, it's just coming you know and you're making it worse like many a times i've started crying about something that happened and then like half an hour later i'm crying about a breakup that i had like 10 years ago yeah. you know and i just keep looking for things to yeah, try and make myself yeah, yeah. more upset <laughs> it's just, just and then i put on like really sad music and i'm just like and i sit it's and i so it's just addictive. so like what just go like oh i'm just gonna dig it's i love so this sad. i love this miserable hole i'm dug my it's dug, so dug like myself, who the myself. fuck am i <laughs> and then i start writing because i'm so distraught by all my emotions such and i write an a poem artist. and i'm like girl like <laughs> such an art such a troubled artist <laughs> um oh but yeah man like you just have to you have to talk to all the sides of your brain not out loud <laughs> but, i mean if, if that works room, for you you don't. can but like <laughs> not something we necessarily recommend one thing that i will say though you know i i did come into this especially the episode when we're talking about defying our anxiety with with mary i remember feeling quite nervous quote unquote coming out as having social anxiety because i truly believe people wouldn't believe me but i i must say that has been that was something that was internalized no one has come up to me and said, Stephanie, why are you a phony on that podcast? <laughs> people like people seem people want to ask questions and people Yeah, you people are understanding. You've said that so you've I do think quite lovely messages from people, haven't you? Of, I like, have understood just been understanding and, and going like, Oh, I've just learned a new thing about you and, and I'm 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 taking that in and I'm going to you know Totally that, yeah. I would say to myself as well, like, have more faith in people. The people that are, you know, 
in my life they are quite selective they're they're in my life because I trust them so have yeah. faith in in your friends even my parents I must say a shout out to my parents my parents have been listening to every single episode <laughs> of this podcast and they've been so supportive which has been so nice like because it's not something that I really talk about with my parents as well so it's 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 kind of nice for them to listen to how I'm feeling through a yeah. podcast not to have a conversation uh, yeah I have to say uh, with them just the same here really my parents have been very supportive my dad has been incredible. My dad has been giving me feedback every week, which I love. Um, <laughs> hi, Dad. <laughs> um, and he also thanks for the feedback. It's great. And and he the other day, which you know I'm so appreciative of. I had to call a company because I have a car. Uh, my dad's got me, and he was like, "Right, you need to call this company because you need to sort something out." Blah blah. And he wrote me a script. Because he was like, I know how uncomfortable you are about calling, so I've written everything you need to say, and like, blah, 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 and just be prepared that they might ask you this, because they might ask you this, and I was like, that's pretty sick, like, that's, it yeah. calmed my nerves so much, because I just felt prepared, yeah. and, I, and not only prepared, but felt supportive, uh, supported. Yeah. And, um... They're well proud of us, yeah, which is nice. lovely, and it's just, <laughs> do you know so what, proud. and I will say, like, I... Th- I was really nervous to tell both of my parents that I had been diagnosed yeah. with anxiety. I told them whilst I was doing a play, I still remember telling them whilst I was sat in my dressing room. <laughs> and like, it's such a random yeah. time, but I think I just went, oh, no, I'm going to tell them now. I think I was just, re- I wanted to get help. And I think I just went like, okay, I need to tell them. Man, they were both so supportive. So supportive, yeah. so understanding. And so ready to help yeah you know so ready to help so thanks mom and dad and again i think it's easier to have these conversations through a podcast um because sometimes like a lot of my parents to pieces but sometimes when we we talk face to face i just get irritated i don't know what it is like they're not saying anything wrong anxious i just get i get i get annoyed anxious i it's i i get like that even when it's not something personal but like if i i get asked too many questions by my parents i get i get yeah. really aggy and annoyed but it's because like i get overwhelmed and i get anxious and i get like yeah. stressed out about my answers of what to say and the same with like talking about anxiety i think you have to be in the right place in the right time to like sit down and talk to them about it um, and they're your parents. It's like natural to get annoyed at them because sometimes they're exactly. Annoying. And you know you can, and you know you can, which is so shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, my mom was so funny the other day though, Stanen. You sent me a text about something. I can't remember what it was, and I was just I just told my mom what the text was, and yeah. my mom's like, "Oh, Stanen is a good friend of yours, isn't she?" <laughs> And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's <is>. all right. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. And we, all we talk about is anxiety. We don't know what our relationship is outside of this. No. Honestly. Would, would, it, ex- <laughs> would it exist if we didn't have social anxiety? Can you imagine? Can you imagine oh, that's the only thing we had in common? We would just meet up and all we would speak <laughs> yeah. about. That would be the most exhausting relationship. It really, it really would be. Oh cool. God. I think that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for happy recommendations. It's so weird. It's such a different structure this time. I'm like, Ooh. And it's the only thing we've included. <laughs>
Well, it's nice to I just be a little one. bit happy. I'm going to recommend, you're going to hate me for this, oh, I'm yeah. going to recommend the baby platypus again. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know oh, it's a fake it's picture, fake. I know it's a fake picture, but I still can't get it over that baby platypus. Mate. It's just so little and it's in someone's oh, hand. God. And whoever created that picture, if you're listening to the podcast, Please come at me and please edit more of those because you have a talent. It's not edited, you, it's a you have no idea. It's a sculpture. Stop it. Go away. I listen, <laughs> I I Google my facts. No, I stop fact checking. We're meant to be no, ignorant on no, this podcast. No, that's no, that's point. Not, that's not, <laughs> We're meant to be just two small town girls learning no. about life. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't say oh, the small well. town girls are stupid we're clever i'm not i didn't say that well you okay i did say that i did kind of insinuate that <laughs> you didn't think that i was insinuating that <laughs> sorry um, to all our small town girls listening out there you you but recommend recommend the baby platypus the fake recommend the baby platypus the fake sculpture that fake of picture. a baby platypus but you see you, you can't look at it like that you have to look at it pretending it's real trust me your life will be so much better and maybe i mean i've not googled this so i don't know why i'm recommending this but google fake baby animal pictures i'm gonna do that now no not fake baby animals google baby animals baby animals are good enough baby animals are good enough but the fake ones are so cute (gasps) oh my god and you have to google fake baby animal pictures Oh my god, this is the cutest thing. Oh my god, that is actually funny. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, this rabbit. This rabbit. Oh my god, I can't. Oh my god, these are... Oh, the baby platypus is here. Of course it is, because it's fake. <laughs> it's Guys, don't listen to Sane, and she's just jealous. Like, she's not come up with a better happy fake recommendation. fake baby animals, and it came up. <laughs> okay, that's my happy recommendation. That was a lot. <laughs> but there you go. God, what's like, yours? I, what's I, yours? I, do you know what? I'm gonna. We recorded an episode last week, and because of technical issues, it went through. <laughs> it fu- It got fucked because of my mic. Not my mic, because of my laptop. So yeah. I'm gonna recycle. We had drank like a whole bottle of wine, uh, so I think it's quite good that that episode <laughs> got fucked. <laughs> um, so I had I had two facts. The first one was according to time the annual number of worldwide shark bites is 10 times less than the number of people bitten by other people in new york i love so, that That's so, so i am terrified so of sharks i like i they they are like the second animal for the spider then it's shark right um <laughs> so now i'm gonna have to add on my list spiders shark and going to new york or maybe no i need to put new york i need to be spider new york shark because oh you're more likely you to rather... get bitten by a person in new york would you rather get bitten by a person in new york or have to get rid of three spiders in your bathroom fuck <laughs> you can see that one comment bitten by a person in new york <gasps> okay It'd be a better story. All our New Yorkers as well. listening. <laughs> It'd be a better story as well. And I'll Bloody. go straight, Could be a straight to the hospital, although, you know, it will cost me a fortune in America and just get a shot. There you go. You know. 
but my, my second fact is just more cute but um, baby elef- elephants elephants <laughs> baby elephants suck their trunks for comfort it's so cute I love that I love that trunks it's like sucking your nose I can lick my nose me too and my chin my tongue is abnormally <laughs> my tongue has the shape of my teeth because it's too big for my mouth my tongue is really big for my mouth as well. I that's why I salivate a lot and I spit a lot when I talk. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're socially anxious because our tongues are too big. But I get really embarrassed, you know, when you like you're talking to someone, you yeah. spit, and then you, you know that the person saw it, like you just kind of you ignore all it. Pretend like it's just, nothing happened. It's just oh my it's god. So <laughs> Or sometimes when the spit lands on the person and it's just there and you know the person knows it's there, but they're waiting for a moment where they can kind of, you know, in a facade flick it away. But you know but you know that they know that it's it's there and it's just I hate it. I hate it. You need to start just going, Oh my god, I just spat on you, let me wipe that off your face. I know. I kinda yeah, I I didn't do that. <laughs> spit at people and wipe it off. Yeah. Spit on them on purpose and just start wiping it off. Get comfortable. You know, yeah. the more often, like you said, the more often you do it, the more yeah. comfortable you get with it. So <laughs> lovely, lovely. <laughs> well, that's the end of this season. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys so much for listening for the past month and a bit. <laughs> We would also like to thank all of the guests that have been on the show. Thank you so much for taking your time and yeah. coming to chat to us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone who's been listening. So please keep sharing our podcast. Please keep telling people to listen to us. Rate us All on iTunes. Really, yeah. Supportive. Yeah, but it really helps a lot um, when you guys share and, and, and talk about the podcast and social media. So please keep doing that. If you could share and subscribe to our podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. You can follow us on Instagram at Got Baggage Podcast and on Twitter at G Baggage Podcast. We will be asking for feedback on our social media from you guys. Um, so that would be amazing if you keep your eyes out and and fill it out whatever in whatever form we would decide to do it. But you know, we want to we want to use this time off to see how we can improve and so forth. So that would be amazing. And obviously you can also email us on gotbaggagepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, we wish you all a safe journey into next month. See you on the 20th oh. of September. Woo. Yeah. See Bye. you on the 20th of September. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>